0: Is the blood that still cleanses It's the grace that still sends
1: Commit a service to Him, Father. We thank you for your grace and your mercy, Father. Once again, to be in the house of the Lord this evening, Lord, to have fellowship with you. There is something special about the evening time, Father, that we can come and have fellowship with you, Lord. We can remember what used to happen in the Garden of Eden when you come down and have fellowship with Adam, Father, Lord, to just to commune with Him and to find out how was, was the day. Father, now we can know we know that we are going back to the same fellowship that has been restored. Father, Lord Jesus Christ, you have brought men back to that same fellowship they can have with the Father, the Father with his Son, Lord, we thank you for that. There is something special about the evening time, Father, when Lord Eliezer came and met, Lord, met Rebecca at that time. Lord, there was that meeting and the angel was already there. Father, we believe that you are also here this evening, Lord, to have that communion, that time that we can have with you, Lord. Father, we love you and we thank you, Jesus Christ. We thank you for the evening time that we are living in, that you have sent us a prophet, Lord, with the word of God. There is something special about the evening time, and we are such privileged people who have received the evening time message, Father. Lord, we can remember what happened in the time of Elijah, Lord Jesus Christ, when he came and restored the altar. In the evening time, Father, you came and you confirmed your own word. Father, we are living in the same special time this evening, Lord. May you come and confirm your word again to our heart, Father. The altar has been restored, the word of God has been restored, and we have received, Lord. Father, we invite you this evening, Lord, may you come and have fellowship with us as we want to be gathered around the revealed word of the hour. Thank you for the prayer that were made. Thank you for the testimony. Thank you for the word of exhortation that was already pronounced. Father, we believe and we want just to stay in the post of duty, Lord. We love you for everything that you do and for your faithfulness. Father, we love you because you are faithful. Sometimes we fail, but you remain faithful, Father. Let your name be praised, Lord. May you put the speaker aside, myself, Father aside, and take the nervousness and everything else, Father. May we just come and speak through us, Father, and hear through us, Lord. We love you, and we just surrender ourselves to you. You know every need among us, Father. Let the Word of God, as you will be coming forth, Father, let the Word of God meet every need. And the, close, and the, the dear need that we have in our heart is to have a closer walk with you. The message came to prepare us for the rapture, Father. That's why we come here, to get ready for the rapture. May we speak to our heart, Father, as we... Commit ourselves again to you in the name of Jesus Christ, we pray. Thank you, Lord. Amen. I greet you in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ this evening. For the visitors and the regulars and all of us. Thank you, Brother Dan and musicians. Bless you, and, uh, It's good to be in the house of the Lord. And, and, uh, Those who are here, those who are streaming, we are all in one spirit and one mind and in one accord. I am um, sorry to Pastor and Brother Ed, I took it a bit long to convey those greetings from Pastor John Fair um, from the Philippines after the meeting that we had and uh, just wanted to convey the greetings to, to the to Pastor and Brother Ed. and. So the church and it was a blessing that brother Norbert could organize those meetings and just pray that we can be a blessing for the body of Christ all of whenever God wants us to be, amen? Just make ourselves available and thank God for the special meetings we had. Call it special meetings because when God comes down, it makes the meeting special, amen? So thank God for the outpouring of the Holy Ghost and the leadership Preaching brother Ed, brother Andrew, brother John, brother Maxwell, and uh, just thank God for that, amen. amen, and for the word of wisdom and encouragement that the pastor can speak to us, us edified us, again, encourage us in our walk, thank God for that. I invite you to the word of God in Hebrews, I'll start first with Romans 4, and uh, I'll read it and then I'll let you sit and I'll read. it a be long, but I'll make it, uh, because I want it to be the foundation of what I'll be speaking. But uh, the thought of it, uh, it will be the next, uh, the next, the next, the uh, next scripture I'll be reading afterwards. Romans four 1, says, "For what shall we say then that Abraham, our father, as pertaining to the flesh, had found?" For if Abraham were justified by works, he had wherefore well to glory, but not before God. For what saved the scripture? Abraham believed God. It was counted unto him for righteousness. Now to him that worketh is the reward not reckoned of grace, but of debt. But to him that worketh not, but believeth on him that justified the ungodly, his faith is counted for righteousness." Even as David also described the blessedness of the man unto whom God imputeth righteousness without works, saying, Blessed, blessed are they whose iniquities are forgiven, whose sins are covered. Blessed is the man to whom, to whom the Lord will not impute sin. Cometh his blessedness then upon the circumcision only, or upon the uncircumcision also. For we say that faith was reckoned to Abraham for for righteousness. How was it then reckoned? When he was in circumcision or in uncircumcision, not in circumcision, but in uncircumcision. And he received the sign of circumcision, a seal of righteousness of the faith which he had yet being uncircumcised. That he might be the father of all them that believe, though they be not circumcised, but that righteousness might be imputed unto them also. Amen. May God bless his word and we can have a seat. God's grace is above our sins and our mistakes. It's greater than all our sins. Amen. Amen. The blood of Jesus Christ has not lost his power. It's still efficient today. Amen. Amen. Thank God for that. I would like to talk this evening a bit on, the, on the on the on the thought as we are a bit on the channel of the Holy Ghost and uh, and uh, our, our God's grace, uh, just for more of Him, and just want to go a little bit on the channel of that. But uh, um, maybe uh, um, so. I would like just to read the Hebrews 11:8, talking about faith. The Bible says. By faith, Abraham, when he was called to go out into a place which he should after receive for inheritance, obeyed and went out, not knowing whither he went. Abraham is our example. Abraham is the father of faith, and I just want to give it the title this evening: obedience by faith. If you read that scripture again. and uh, and paying attention to how it is structured, it says, by faith Abraham, and they put between commas, when he was called to go out into a place which he should have to receive for inheritance, obeyed. So by faith Abraham obeyed. Abraham obeyed. God values so much obedience that he has classified his children as children of obedience. But what makes a difference in this age that you are living in, it's the age of disobedience. Laodicea is the age of disobedience. It was proclaimed that in that time where we'll be living, you'll see people become disobedient. In Titus 3 it says, for we ourselves also so are sometimes foolish, disobedient. The spirit of the age is being disobedient. I don't want to follow, I don't want to follow anything, I don't want anyone to tell me, I don't, it's my own life, it's my own right, my own thing, I just want to do my own thing. But we need to be obedient. Amen? Amen. And as the brother was telling, Ruth was telling you, the tell, Ruth, you have to stay there in that field. Make sure that you stay just in that field. Don't go somewhere else. Amen. And she was obedient just staying in that field. And she got the benefit of staying in that field. Amen. The spirit of the age is to being disobedient by the spirit of the word of God is to be obedient to God. Amen. It was not for God. If it was not for God, we would have all of us stayed as children of disobedience. We would have stayed in our own right, thinking our own way, having our own way of doing things. But we thank God that he intervened in our lives, that He changed our life, that now we can say, "God, not my will, but Your will." I don't want to go my own direction. I have no right of myself. My right is Your right, Lord. I want just to follow what Your Word of God says. Amen. The Bible says in Ephesians, I'll be reading a lot of scriptures just to put my point here. And thought, it's a simple thought, but there's a thing that you can stay on and think on as we emphasize more and more. And it says, the Bible says in Ephesians 2, it says, Wherein in time past we walked according to the course of this world, according to the prince of the power of the air, the spirit that now worketh in the children of disobedience, that the spirit that is working the children of disobedience, among whom also we All had our conversation, time passed in the last of our flesh, fulfilling the desires of the flesh and of the mind, and where by nature the children of wrath and even as others. You might think that they have liberty, but actually they are not having liberty, just the spirit of disobedience. Think about it. But we thank God that there is that verse that says, but God who is rich in mercy intervened in our lives and changed our minds and our hearts. Praise be to God. But God, who is rich in mercy, for His great love, where if He loved us even when we were dead in sins, said, quickened us together with Christ. Aren't you happy that we have been quickened to the Word of God by the Holy Spirit? Amen. Then it says, and together with Christ, by grace you are saved, and have raised us, us together, and made us sit together in heavenly places in Christ Jesus. Abraham was chosen, but he was not chosen because he was just righteous by his own acts and by what he was doing. It was not according to what he could do by his own action, his own works, that he could boast about. It was God's grace in his life. It was God's grace in life. God called him from the place where he was, and he was doing his own thing. But the special thing about Abraham is when he heard the voice, he obeyed the voice. He followed the voice. He didn't want to stay at a place where, well, even though he didn't go, he didn't know where he was going. But once he heard the voice, he said, God, I'm following that voice. I'm obeying that voice. Whatever that voice is leading me, I'm going where it's leading me. That's the character of the bride. We didn't know where we were going to. We have never walked this way before. But once we heard the voice, um, we obey the voice. Glory to God. So the obedience, and the characteristic of Abraham is he, he, he believed God and his faith produced obedience. He obeyed God. He manifested the faith he had in God by obeying the word of God. Paul talk about, Paul talks about obedience. Romans 16 says, by now is made manifest and by the scriptures of the prophet, according to the commandment of the everlasting God, made known to all nations for the obedience of faith. Faith needs to produce obedience. I think James referred to it as works. And we are so familiar with it. I always remember what brother, brother I forgot now his name, but, but in South Africa always says, that message is, is actually wife. Works is the expression of faith. You each letter says wife. It always comes to my mind. Huh? Works is the expression, is expression of faith. Or is faith expressed. Wife. So, <laughs> I don't know why, but uh, James two twenty says. But will thou know, O vain man, that faith worketh without works is dead? For was not Abraham our father justified by works when he had offered Isaac his son upon the altar? Seeing that how faith wrought with his works, and by works was faith made perfect. And the scripture was fulfilled which said, Abraham believed God, and it was imputed unto him for righteousness. The prophet will take those two scriptures and says, they are not contradictory. Well, no one is not contradictory to the other one, but actually that complete the completely other one. God saw the faith in Abraham, but the people could see the faith of Abraham through his works. God see the faith in the bride, but the people see the expression of the bride by the obedience by the, by the obedience to the word of God. Your obedience shows your faith in the word of God. Amen. Faith, faith itself without obedience of the word of God is dead. The faith for it to be perfected, it needs to be followed by the obedience to the word of God. Amen. So the scripture was fulfilled when he said that, and he see, then you see then how by the works a man is justified, not by faith only. Likewise also was not Reb the justified by works, but when she had received the messenger and sent them out another way, and sent them, send them out another way. For as the body without the spirit is dead, so faith without works is also dead. In many places, actually in the Bible, the word apatheia, that is used for unbelief is the same word that has been translated in King Version, sometimes other places for disobedience. So as you have disobedience, you actually don't have faith. As you are full of if a person is full of unbelief, is actually disobedient. They, they work together. You can't have faith that perfected without the obedience. Just think about it. Obedience is the expression of faith. Amen. One person can be obedient for many reasons. You know, you can be obedient and you follow the law of the the country, not because you really respect the Lord, because you are afraid of having a fine and having that the police can catch you and different things and and you try to follow. You're afraid of the traffic light and the camera and things. It's not because sometimes you speed up and you come there and you slow down. You are being, oh, that person is obedient when he's crossing the light. No, actually, the inside is not following that. He's just scared of having the ticket at home. That nothing has to do with obedience there. But that's not what we are talking about. We are not talking obedience by pressure from the outside. We are talking for obedience from the inside. Because you believe, that's why I am obedient to the word of God. No one else is putting pressure on me to obey certain things, to follow certain rules. The Bible, the message is not about rules and do's and don'ts, it is the expression of the revelation inside of me that I can say, God, I believe, and I'm so willing to obey your word. I don't know where to lead me, but I know in this earth, we we'll go different ways where we can go. But one thing I'm sure, the promise of the inheritance that you gave me is more than sure to be fulfilled in my life. Amen. We are going into the rapture, brothers. Amen. Sometimes God will ask for different things and all things. Just to see how obedient a person is. God told Noah in Genesis 6 Make them an ark of gopher wood. Rooms shall thou make in the ark and shall pitch it within and without with pitch. In that time, the gopher wood is not the real wood actually that you should use to build an ark. It was even an expert in that. That's not the, the, quality, the, wood, the quality of wood or the wood of high quality that you can use in order to build an ark. You can choose cedar and redwood and cypress and all different that are rot-resistant wood. But God told him, you choose that gopher wood. It has holes as different, it has imperfection and different things. But I just want to show how great I am. God would have chosen different people, intellectual people who are, who are following, who have been following all the, 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 the doctrine from how all the, the from, from the old generations and all the different things, people are intellectual, people who know the Bible everywhere. But God chose you and I, people who have so much mistakes, but out of it, God wants to produce something marvelous. Yeah. How can, you, how can you make sure that you can be an overcomer in this time of Laodicea? I don't know, but the only thing that I know, I'm just obeying God's word. Yeah. I can't explain everything, but I'm just obeying God's word. Yeah. No, are you sure that really that ark is going to stand against what the message, against the flood that is coming, the rain that you are proclaiming that's going to come? You should have chosen a better wood, but God said that I have to choose this kind of wood. Yeah. The Prophet says, "No obey the instruction. Faith doesn't look at what circumstances it is. Faith looks to what God says. Faith don't try to reason. Faith just takes it at its face value. It doesn't try to reason. don't try to figure things out. It just believes it and goes ahead. Amen. The same applies to us. The same is tonight. The same applies to us. By faith you preach out not knowing and can't show by any supernatural or any sign rather what it is. But you believe it because God has said so. You take him at his word. Amen, amen. Watch him now, and it goes on mine. These nights are just not long enough, and he says, but when you get to a point, you have to stop just, just, to go just a little further. Let's follow, and then he's going on in the power of the devil. Amen. So what he's trying to say here? He's trying to say, even though you don't have any supernatural thing that is manifested, but as long as you are just following the word of God, God will be make it come to pass. You just obey the word of God. You just obey what God told you to do. You don't have to explain how things will happen. You just follow the principle of the word of God. Amen. Blessings only come after full obedience. Expedition 50, 61, prophet says, God, separate yourself. God said separate yourself from your kindred. That's what you have to do a lot of times. Separate yourself from a lot of unbelief. And remember, until Abraham fully obeyed God, the blessing never came. until he fully obeyed God. He took his daddy along and he caused trouble. Then Lot finally caused trouble and hurts men. And sometimes in our life, that's the way it is. I'm a message believer. I gave my life to God, but I still carry my father with me. I still carry Lot with me. I still go with me. My brother, my brother preached one time, says, what we need to do is to unpack all these things. We need to separate from all these things. God cannot bless you fully unless you get completely separated from all these things. But I separate from my friends. I don't spend too much time. But maybe you spend too much time with the friends on the social network or whatever it is. God is asking for complete separation in order to receive full blessing of God. Then he says, he fully obeyed. When he came to full obedience, then God brought the blessing. Then God brought the blessing. Abraham obeyed God, not, but when Abraham obeyed God, nothing could stand between him and the blessing. God fulfilled a promise to him. Later on, we see Abraham obeyed God fully, separated from, his, separated from Lot." Lord went one direction, he went the other direction. God asked him to get circumcised and he got circumcised. He didn't question anything. He was just following what God was saying. God asked him to send away Ishmael. It was hard, the decision that he had to take because his heart was attached to Ishmael and he liked Ishmael. But God told him, don't fear anything. Just do what I'm asking to you. I'm going to bless him. Just obey my word. And he obeyed God's word. But then on, God asked him to sacrifice his own son. His own son that he loved, Isaac. His only son that God gave him, the son of the promise. But out of it, Abraham didn't question God. Abraham just believed God. And his faith in God was expressed in his obedience to God. Tomorrow, my son, we are going to the mountain. Father of faith. Didn't question anything how it's going to happen, how God is going to fulfill his promise. I, I, I don't know, but I know that he can, if he gave me this son from, from this womb, that, from the womb of, my, of Sarah that was dead, I know that God, out of the impossible, will bring this child back to life again. I don't know how it will happen, but I just believe God and I obey God. Full obedience to the word of God entitles you to the token. Full obedience to the word of God entitles you to a closer relationship with God. God cannot bless any person unless he completely obeys God. Let on I put, how can we trust any leadership from God unless there is a heart that is expected, a heart that is willing to obey God? God lead me, lead me. But God cannot lead you if there is no heart that is obedient to his leadership. We need to have a heart that is willing to obey anything that God asks us to do. It's not negative, it's a positive. Amen? Amen. The prophet says, Do you love the Lord this evening? He says, Watch Isaac, obedient to death like Christ was. Pull his hands around behind him and tie them and tie his feet. And he he laid his little boy upon, upon there, his only begotten son, and the sea that was with, with the promised one laid him upon the altar, struck his little hair back out of his face, a pretty little boy. What mother going to say when you get home and tell that you had to kill that son? God will provide. Long as you are obeying his word, God will provide. Throw his little head back like that, reached down in his bosom, took off, knife on the shelf and raised his heart and pulled his hair back like that and in his heart shocked, swallow it back and to say, Farewell, Isaac, my boy. Raise his hand and about that time in full obedience, even if you are doing something wrong and walking in obedience, the Holy Ghost is there to stop you. He says, i repeat what he's saying. In full obedience, even if you are doing something wrong and walking in obedience, the Holy Ghost is there to stop you. So you don't have to worry about anything. You just follow what God gives you as a commandment, and God will take care of the rest. And you say, the prophet continues, I'm afraid if I ever receive the Holy Ghost, I might act indecently. Don't you worry. If it's the Holy Ghost, he will know when to stop you and when to start you he's got the button in his hand amen you see so he knows when to turn on and turn off so throw yourself at his mercy amen so you don't have to figure out things or it has to be this way no just say god i'm just willing to obey your word whatever your word says i'm willing to obey and surrender to your word Sometimes you think, if I tell someone, you know, sometimes you have something in your heart that is bothering you, bothering you, and you say, oh, no, I think I talk in the wrong way to your other brother, and it's just, the, the devil is just there knocking on that, you know, you, but if I come again, I tell him, and oh, no, I'm, oh, no, I don't want to do that. It has happened to me many times, but... It keeps bothering you, but you just, okay, I have to tell him. You know, brother, you know, that day they say this. uh, Many cases, most of the time, they don't even remember. It's like, I don't know what you're talking about. It's okay, God bless you and everything. Oh, let's move on. Oh, why spend two weeks with these things on me all this time? Oh, why? Just obey the word of God, and you have the liberty, man. But if I tell my boss this, this, and this, I you know if I stand for the word of God, they might fire me. And don't worry about those things; God will take care of His own word. Amen. But Obanam, at some point, but with the tax collector that he lied to, you know, I know it's okay, Sister Mira. It's okay. It's okay. It's okay. But when God rebuked him, he said, no, you have to go and correct it. He didn't care what you will think about him. He just, no, I have to go and make these things right. And he went to him, you know, the other day I was actually in the back and I heard it. And, and that man looked at him. Instead of putting him down, he says, you know, brother Abraham, I even trust you more now than before. Praise be to God. Just obey God and God will take care of the rest. Moses obeyed God. God told him to throw the rod in front of Pharaoh. He had not told him, he had not told him that you'll find opposition there and you'll find, you know, there will be, there will be also the other one, that there will be also the other one who will throw also their, their rods and that they'll come and turn into serpent. But God, as he told to, as he told to Moses, Moses was just telling, God told me to do this and I obeyed what God told me and I'm just going to Wait. God will take care of the rest. And as he was waiting, as he was waiting, as he was waiting, the same thing will happen. You might find opposition. You didn't expect to find opposition. But just watch what God will do as you obey God's word. God will swallow any other serpent, any other opposition that will come in your, in your route, in your road, in your, your robe, as long as you are walking with God. So what is the bride going to do? Just walk with the light. God, walk in the light as he is in the light. And God will take care of the rest. Amen, amen, amen. When you obey God, God can fight for you. But if you want to fight for yourself, then God cannot fight. You put him on the side. But once you obey God's word, God comes and stands for his own word. Obedience to your own God's word makes God to fight for you. God promised Israel, I will fight for you. When Israel came into the, to the Red Sea, and, and they, were, they were trembling, they were fearing, they were, they were scared of different things. God told him, don't cry, don't cry, speak. Fear anything, just speak. Moses, just raise your rod and raise it on, on, the, on, on the sea and it will open. Fear not, I will fight for you. <laughs> May God give us more faith just to walk and to take him as his own word and move forward. Because he's going to fight for us. He told in Deuteronomy, he says, Where shall we go up? Our brethren have discouraged our hearts, saying, The people is greater and taller than we. The cities are great and walled up to heaven. Moreover, we have seen the sons of Anakims there. Then I said unto you, Dread not. Neither be afraid of them. The Lord your God, which God before you, he shall fight for you, according to all that he did for you in Egypt before your eyes. That's the promise Joshua could take and move forward, knowing that God is going to fight for him. You can see Joshua gave them the commandment you know, we have to cross this Jordan. We have to cross this Jordan in the in the the time of season, in the season when it's raining, when the river is at highest level. But God has told me at the time that we have to cross this Jordan. People will come and to Joshua could come to Joshua and ask him, "How is it possible, Joshua? We could take another season. Are you sure it's real? God told you, yes. God told me that we have to cross this Jordan in this time. How is it going to happen? That's not my problem. That's not my problem. My problem is just to obey God's word and and God's words will take care of the rest. And indeed when he came to that time that he had to cross exactly at that time the Jordan River, it was not his problem, it was God's problem. At the time that he touched that river, the river separated. Why? Because he obeyed God's word what do you have to do joshua in order to have to make sure that you cross god just told me that i have to sanctify myself just have to watch the ark just watch the word of God just sanctify myself and God is going to open the river for me God is going to make the, sol- the, the solution for my problem the only thing I have to do is sanctify myself stay in the word of God stay in prayer amen simple things but obeying God's word Joshua, Joshua 3, 13, and it shall come as soon as the sole of the feet of the priest that bear the ark of the Lord, the Lord of all the earth shall rest in the water of Jordan and the waters of Jordan shall be cut off from the waters that come down from above. Reb, why do you keep this line of scarlet thread over your house? Explain to me, are you sure really that that little thing that is right there is going to protect you? If really what you are saying that they are going to destroy, these walls are going to crumble, and you are living right under, under that wall, and are you sure that really it will save you? How is it going to happen? It's impossible. That's not my problem to explain to you. But one thing I know, as long as I have it over there, I'm under the protection of God. I'm just obeying by faith. Are you sure that your children are going to be saved in this time of Laodicea? They have everything, access to everything in this time. And everything, that's not my problem. My problem, I just apply the token. And I I claim them every time. Claiming for my children, claiming for my loved ones. And God will take care of the rest. Praise be to God. Joshua, God gave him just, you have to walk around that city seven times. The seventh day, you have to walk seven times on that city. Joshua, from all things that really what God told you, yes, that's all he told me. Are you really sure? (laughs) Praise be to God. Sometimes I like to picture myself in that time. They said, just people, just shut your mouth. No complaining, no nothing, just walking, just walking. God said so. God said so. God said so. God said so. But I don't see any result the first day. God said so. God said so. The doctor said that I can't be healed, and this, I don't look at those things. God said so. I keep turning. God said so. God said so. God said so. But on the seventh day, you have to shout the shout of victory. Yeah. This is, belongs to me. Yeah. This world cannot stand to the word of God. Yeah. And indeed, we know that those worlds crumbled at the, at the power of their shouting of victory. Why? Because they were just obedient to the word of God. Yeah. The bride will have the victory in this time. Thank God for the anointing in our time. How can you overcome in this time? I just obey to the anointing of the age. It's not my time. I ought to strike. It's not my fight. It's God's fight for the bride. I don't know, but one thing I know, I'll just obey the Lord. I'll put the ark in front of me. I will not say any other thing against the ark, against the word of God, and I will just walk by obedience to the word of God. Are you sick? Just keep praising the Lord. Amen. But how can the praising the Lord has effect on the body? God told me, just praise the Lord. And I'm just praising the Lord, you are my healer. You are my healer. You have already healed me. You are the high priest of my confession. You told me that you will put this body under the subjection of the word of God if I confess your word of God. What you have already done for me, it's a finished work, Lord. Lord, I praise you. I praise you. As long as you stay obeying upon the word of God, God makes his word come to pass. As the experience of Brother Barnum, with that stomach ache that he had, he's saying, that word, Lord, I'll let down the net. So the devil said to me, you are no better. Days passed and said, you are no better. I said, look here, devil. If you don't want to hear me testify and glorify Jesus Christ, just get away from me because I'll tell it till I die. Didn't have to explain, He didn't have to know how it's going to be. I will just testify because God told me to testify about it. Amen. In Deuteronomy 3 21 it says, God gave the promise to Israel and Joshua. I commanded Joshua at that time, saying, Thine eyes have seen all that the Lord your God hath done unto all these two kings. So shall the Lord do unto all the kingdoms whither thou passest. You shall not fear them, for the Lord God he shall fight for you. I don't understand how in the time of Elisha the axe could float when he gave the commandment just to put that, 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 that rod upon the river. Can you think you put, you, put, you, put, you, put, you put a wood that should normally float, goes down, and the axe that is made of iron is the one that is floating? How is that possible? I can't explain, but if God says to do it, I just do it. Many times the prophet will come and, and, and sometimes, many times actually, many times I have the ability to do it when he says, Rise, raise, raise up and believe it. I just stand up and believe it. Because he says, the angel is here, just stand up and, and believe it. And people will stand up. Sometimes people don't stand up. You missed it, you just missed it. It was a sign to show that you have to be obedient. When there is a cry to stand up, stand up. Raise your hand, raise your hand. Say amen, say Amen. God just wants obedient children. Very much. Very much. The woman of Sarepta that we read last time for details, he just told, uh, Joshua told, sorry, uh, Elijah told, her, for that saith the Lord of God, the barren mill shall not waste, neither shall the crews of all fall, fail until the day that the Lord sendeth rain upon the earth. She went and did according to the saying of Elijah. She and he and her house did eat many days, and the barrel of meat wasted not. Neither did the crews of all fail according to the word of the Lord, which is spake by Elijah. How could it be happened? How could that happen? She just obeyed the word of God. She just followed what the word of God said for that time. Elisha, with also the other widow, says, just borrow these vessels abroad for all your neighbors and and empty vessels and borrow them and just fill them with water and then God will do the miracles. She just had to do and just empty out everything, empty out everything and fill in with the word of God more the time and God will change that word of God into the oil. You ask, oh God, give me more oil. Just empty out of all yourself. Empty out the things of the world. Empty out of all the other things. And fill in with the word of God. The Holy Spirit feeds upon the word of God. Just feeds upon the word of God. Feeds upon the word of God. And then all of a sudden you start realizing, oh, I used to have this habit. It's not there anymore. What's happened? The word of God <laughs> cleansing you, changing you, washing you. But I used to talk in a certain way, but I don't talk that way anymore. I used to curse a certain way, but I don't curse anymore. I I used to be in that environment and stay with people that talk. I used to laugh with them. But now, whenever they say anything, just, no, something inside of me says, no. What's happening? You just obey the word of God, feed upon the word of God, stay in the atmosphere, and God is doing the work. Naaman came into Elisha. He says, you know, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a great general. and You know, he came probably in a suit and everything, you know. And bring Elisha here and he's going to give me what I have, what I have to do. Elisha didn't even go to him. He says, just send my servant, tell him to go to wash in Jordan River there. And, uh, and then he will get what he desires. Why he doesn't come to see me? He doesn't see... The dignity I have. Then there was one servant who came and said, you know, is it hard for you just to do what he's telling you to do? Right, right. Is it hard to you just to stay under the word of God? Just to stay under the word of God? Is it, ha- is it hard to you just to wash yourself into the word of God? Oh, okay. I will go. And he went there. First time. You see? This Elijah is, is, is nothing. Nothing happening here. Second time. Third time. Six years in the message. Nothing changed. Nothing. I, I, you know, they told me that if I come there to that church and God has answered to pray to the other one, their children were saved, their husband was saved, their wife was saved. I came there now five years, nothing changed, nothing changed. Just keep obeying the word of God just keep obeying the word of god you don't know at which seventh time that you have been looking for will happen in your life because god can never fail to his own word can never fail to his word he can bankrupt all heaven but he will never fail to his own word obedience of faith peter had sent all night while well, the apostle said, Lord, we know we fished all night, we fishermen, we know our business, and there is simply no fish out on this side. I tried it many times. You guys saw me, you guys, you saw me out. You know, Peter talking, his, you, you saw me doing that. I did it many times, I did it on this side, I didn't, there's nothing here. But the Lord says, You just cast your net on that side. If you obey my word, just cast your net on the other side and I will take care of the rest. Yeah. Says any fish through those waters and we know there is no fish there. But Jesus said, Lay down for them. He'll be able to put there. If you'll take him at his word, regardless of what it is, when the apostle laid the net down and waited sin all night long, and Jesus asked him to do, go right back to the same waters and lay down again. So when he laid down, he enclosed a great multitude of fishes. He fell before the apostle and said, Oh, Jesus, he said, before Jesus and said, Depart from me, O Lord, for I am a sinful man. The prophet says, Maybe you have seen through all that. You went through prayer lines. You've done everything that you know to do and you are still sick and getting worse. Maybe it's something else. You have gone through that. You have prayed for that and you don't see any improvement. Why don't you, like the apostle said, Lord, I don't know how it's going to happen. But at thy word, Lord, I'm just going to let down the net tonight. I'm good. Tomorrow you don't, you don't see tonight. Tomorrow you just say, God, I'm going to let down the nets tonight. <laughs> tomorrow you don't see that uh, God today, I'm just going to let down the net today. Amen. Because that's just stay faithful to your own word until you make your, your own words come to pass. Amen. 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 The blind man, yourself just give experience to emphasize. The blind man experienced that Jesus told him, just put, uh, put the mud on, on his eyes and send him away and say, go and wash. And you will be healed. And he came and went and washed, and, and he was healed. And he said, I was blind, but now I see. Yeah. The Pharisees came all the time to ask him, How did that happen? Tell us, How did that happen? Explain to us in the theological terms, how, how is that possible? I don't know. He just told me to do this, and I just obeyed his word, and this is what happened to me. Can you tell me how in the message your life has been changed so much? We went to psychology to get rid of alcohol and cigarettes and different things. We couldn't. But how is it happening to you? I don't know. It just told me to stay under the word of God. And I stay under the word. I came to church every time. I stay in that atmosphere. And today I'm set free. I can't explain it, but it's working in me. That's our testimony. Praise be to God. I just want to show that the obedience that God honors, it's the obedience that God honors. Time is running out of me. I'll read this to make a point. Matthew 21, 28, 32. What think he? A certain man had two sons, and he came to the first and said, Son, go work today in my vineyard. And he answered and said, I will not. But afterward, he repented and went. And he came to the second and said, likewise, And he answered and said, I go, sir, and went not. What of them twain did did the will of his father? They said unto him, The first, Jesus Jesus said unto them, Verily I say unto you, that the publicans hallowed go into the kingdom of God before you. For John came unto you in the way of righteousness, and he believed him not. But the publicans hallowed believed him, and he, when he had seen it, repented not afterwards that he might believe him. We were in the world. We were, didn't have any ability. We were from. We were the world, even though they are born in the message, but still born in sin and iniquity. We can't be delivered from yourself. You know, if you put a child, even if he's born in the message, you put him under, you make him listen to rock and roll, it still attracts him. There's still something that attracts him. He has to come to the point where that desire is taken from him. What can do that is only the power of the Holy Ghost. So every one of us, we came to the point where we said, God, I repent. I repent, I confess my sins, I follow what Acts 2.32 says, Repent and be baptized in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. And you promised me that you shall fill me with the Holy Ghost. I obey your word and I'm just waiting for the promise of God. You don't force things, you just obey God's word. The message is here for full obedience to the voice of the angel. As in the first Exodus it says, Beware of him, obey his voice, provoke him not. He will not pardon your transgressions, for my name is in him. But if thou shalt indeed obey his voice, Exodus 23, and do all that I speak, then I will be an enemy unto thine enemies, an adversary unto thy adversaries. For my angel shall go before thee and bring thee unto the Amorite and Hittite and Perizzites, and Canaanite the Heavite the Jebusite, and I will cut them off. The same promise it is in the third Exodus. As long as you obey the voice of the angel, as long as you obey the voice of the mighty angel, he's the one who's putting in, he becomes an enemy to our enemies, he fights on our side. He becomes an adversary unto adversary. The devil has no right upon a child of God. Because God is the one who has the final word for every decision. Thank God for Caleb. Brother Caleb came out of jail. The devil might think that he put him in jail. But actually he was just fulfilling God's word to be an encouragement for many others. Amen. Just to show that God is the one who determined the time to bring him out. Obedience is better than anything else. Samuel 15 says, Had the Lord as great delight in burnt offerings and sacrifices as in obeying the voice of the Lord. Behold, to obey is better than sacrifice, to hearken than the fat of rams. For rebellion is as the sin of witchcraft and stubbornness is iniquity and idolatry, because thou hast rejected the word of the Lord, he also rejects thee from being king, talking to Saul. So obedience is the most important thing. We thank God that we have received, I'm closing, we thank God that we have received a prophet who stayed so faithful to God. A prophet who could say, like Paul of old, I have not been disobedient to the heavenly vision. I stayed faithful to the heavenly vision. No matter the pressure from the outside, no matter that he was rejected for denomination, but he stayed obedient to the word of God all the time. As an example in our time, we the bride will be an overcomer because she will stay obedient to the word of God. Jesus Christ was an overcomer because he stayed obedient to the word of God. Even stayed obedient unto death because he couldn't stay, he couldn't become disobedient to the word of God because he was the word of God. He didn't use any other power in order to overcome the devil. He just used the power of the word of God to give us an opportunity that any, even the weakest of all of us will overcome in this time by staying obedient to the word of God. Stay away from a spirit of disobedience. Paul will say many times to children, stay obedient to your parent. Children, stay obedient. Obey your parents in the law. This is right. Honor thy father and thy mother. Stay obedient. Actually, if you can't be obedient to a parent, I, I doubt you will be ever obedient to anyone else in society. If you can't be obedient to your own parent, I doubt you will be obedient to any other person. So stay obedient to your parents. Don't take any spirit of disobedience in this time. Stay obedient. I want to go in this. It must be a little bit uh, controversial, but stay obedient. Amen. 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 Just stay to that and read what the prophet says. Says, Laodicean Church Age. In his own personal life, contending with himself, he overcame by obedience to the word of God. In Hebrews 5 7, he says, Who in the days of his flesh, when he had offered up prayers and supplications with strong cryings and tears unto him that was able to save him from death, and he was heard in that he feared though he were a son. He learned he he yet learned he obedience to the things which he suffered, and being made perfect, he became the order of eternal salvation unto all them that obey him. What was he obedient to? The word of God. Now then there will not be one person who will sit in the throne of the Lord Jesus Christ unless he has been living that word your prayers, your fasting, your repentances, no matter what you present to God, none of that will gain you the privilege of sitting in that throne. It will be granted only to the word bride. Aren't you privileged? Are you happy to be that word bride? It says, as the throne of the king is shared with the queen because she is united to him. So only they who are of that word, even a is of that word, will share that throne. Let's put in another one says. Says full obedience, the token, full obedience, not the part of it as far as your domination goes, but all of it. Full obedience to the word which is Christ brings you into Christ. Not what if he, if you were just all in but your feet hanging out but if your walls if you walls all in with hands hanging out most of all of us in but the heart hanging out see see the heart in the world yet see but you don't do that full complete obedience puts you and the word one you believe it every bit all of it is in you and you watch it working through you. You don't go out with a bunch of carrying on See, You are a Christian. No matter what anybody says, they'll never touch you. You are in Christ. You are safe. You are safe as you can be. Amen. When death knocks at your door, if it has, it has no hole. See, not at all. Why? It's just stepping out of here into there. Why? Because you are in Christ. May God make us more and more obedient to His Word, because obedience is even the essence of the character. The character a person is identified by his character, and that character is how he's obedient is to the Word of God. Amen. Let's sing together. Crucified, trampled on this ground. Do you love the Lord? Amen. Yeah. Above all powers. Yes. Let's stand together and just sing and praise the Lord. Let's just worship Him and just glorify Him and thank Him. Forget about any other thing. Just thank Him, God. You are worthy to be glorified
0: Above all kingdoms, above all thrones, above all wonders this world has ever known. Above all wealth and treasures of the earth, there's no way to measure what you're worth. of man you were were here before the world began above all kingdoms above all thrones above all wonders this world has said